everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about the vote that's coming up and the kind of demographic trends and the underlying issues that are making it such that this is probably the last time a Republican's going to win, if he even wins. And certainly by 2028, it'll be completely over. And until people face these facts, there is no chance to turn things around. <laughs> so now for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for 30 years. I've been sorting out these kinds of lies. They sneak into the law and observing people's behavior. And I am America's most trusted lawyer. Although if you look at the different breakdowns, lawyers are actually less trusted than used car salesmen. So it's still pretty bad. <laughs> All right, enough fooling around. Let's get the show started. So this vote is almost on us, and I know people are anxious about it. They, they fear that we'll, quote, lose the republic if, we, uh, if Trump loses. Uh, this is all just the same kind of silly fear mongering that goes on every four years. Every four years, the same thing. Each side says, if you elect the other side, we're going to be destroyed and ruined. And each time, one of the sides is elected, and we're never destroyed and ruined. Because what's happening is both sides work together. They're necessary to keep the people snowed. If you just had Democrats running around pushing big government shit, okay, then the, the scam would be obvious that the government's against us. But because you have the conservatives who run around and pretend that they're going to rein the government in, it looks like your vote actually counts. But the reality, as I've said on many occasions, is they're just controlled opposition. They don't actually do anything. When they get control, they never, ever repeal all the garbage that the Democrats have jammed down our throats. That never happens. What they do is install police state, military portions of the plan into place. Those are what they push in. And when the Democrats are around, they push more of the social programs in. When the Republicans get back in power, they don't undo any of the stuff that was done. They simply add on to it. And people don't want to accept this reality. They want to believe in a fantasy they learned in government schools and that media pushes all the time and that educational systems push all the time, which are all controlled. All the curriculums are all controlled by government and government funding and government restrictions and requirements. Not surprisingly, this fantasy about the Constitution gets pushed and people believe it. That's all. And I've made countless podcasts now that just show people the system does not scale. And it can never work over hundreds of millions of people. And we don't have, in any way, the system that the founders created. Not even close. It's really not even a close call anymore. It's so far gone. And so people imagine that we could, quote, get back to it. But you can't. You can't get back to it because it's been fundamentally altered. And not only have the rules been fundamentally altered after the Civil War, which is impossible to have. You can't have a Civil War where half the country goes down and forces the other half to come back into the country and then claim you have the consent of the people. It doesn't work. It wasn't a civil war anyway because you didn't have two factions fighting over control of a single government. That's what a civil war looks like. What we had was one government, ours, our corrupt government, going down and trying to force other people who'd formed a new government back into our system and then to tell everybody it was the consent of the people. And it doesn't have anything to do with slavery. It doesn't matter. Nothing about the reasons for the war can ever explain how they can then still have the consent of those people down there. You can't. 
You could go down there and free slaves, okay, if that was what the war was about. But then you can no longer claim that the country is about the consent of the people. That's all. You have to pick one or the other. <laughs> you just can't have them both. But they do have them both because the people are, are just complete idiots. They can't sort a problem even that simple out. And when I point things like that out to people, they can't even process being told the reality, let alone can they figure the reality out for themselves. Okay, so they reject it because they're just completely flooded at all times by these constitutional conservatives who lionize Lincoln and act like he was some fucking hero. He didn't care one bit about freeing the slaves. He made it clear when he posted it in the newspaper. He posted a, a letter, which is the equivalent of putting something on Twitter today, that just said, look, if he could free them all the slaves, he would. If he could keep all the slaves, slaves he would. If he could free some and, and keep other slaves, he would. All he cared about was saving the Union. That, that, he, he posted it. He made it clear. He couldn't have made it any clearer. But it doesn't matter. That's just all ignored. They make excuses for why that wasn't the case and it was more complicated and you don't understand. You have to read the blah, blah, blah. No different than the way people make excuses for why Trump hasn't arrested any of these deep state people. Oh, you don't understand the way it works. It's too complicated. I do understand. I've been a lawyer for 30 years. <laughs> these cases they're talking about aren't that so complicated. Getting ducks in a row and all this other shit. It's just made up. These are your fantasies. All the people in charge are doing is running the clock because they just keep getting more and more and more. They got Trump pushing this vaccine shit. They got liberals pushing this huge ass medical thing. Well, Trump's not opposing it. He doesn't step out and say it's not constitutional. He doesn't say that. He talks about how we need to do it better. Okay, okay. I think I've heard all this shit before. If you think that a government can get involved in something and, quote, do it better, well, then you're delusional. There's no history of any government ever running some large program well and efficiently. If you want to get something done, you don't say, oh, let's make our program over hundreds of millions of people and bring government into it, and that'll really make it run well. <laughs> it's just everything about it's idiotic. But the reality is, at this point, the demographics are moving in one direction, and that's in support of larger and larger government. That's what the demographics are doing. Anybody can look at the demographics. There's only a couple key states left, right? you got Texas and Florida, and they're kind of on the edge, and they talk about Pennsylvania and Ohio. It doesn't matter what state you talk about. There is no state that's starting to trend more red, that demographically is getting more red. It's not happening. It's every single trend is, is that it's getting more blue. <laughs> every one. So all they're trying to do is hang on. And by 2024, 2028, at the very latest, that will be it. There'll never be another Republican president. I still think Trump, if he wins this time, will probably be the last one. Because there's nobody in the Republican Party who can generate any interest like Trump did. See, they don't have anybody. And since the Democrats can run someone as shitty as Joe Biden, who's basically just a dementia patient who doesn't even go to campaign events because nobody shows up, and he still might win. It doesn't matter if it's through fraud or whatever. It doesn't make any difference. There's a huge number of people who want him because they hate Trump. They hate what are supposedly racist programs. They don't have any actually identify any of them, but it doesn't matter. All I'm talking about is the illusion, the game that's running. And that is that it's getting more and more and more Democrat, red, liberal over and over. If you just look at Barry Goldwater 60 years ago, you look at how conservative his platform was. It's insane. He ran against John F. Kennedy. 
And if you look at his platform, he looks like a right-wing extremist now. He was considered the liberal Democrat. <laughs> so that's what's happened in the 60 years. So now we have guys running around pushing government health care on both sides. This is absurd. You've got both sides pushing for vaccines and doing it right and locking people down. You've got these, these debts are preposterous. Everything's running in one direction because the reality is the way the government is financed is mostly through income tax and what they call payroll tax. Well, half of the government's revenue is income tax. Half of it is income tax. But only, only about 10% of the entire population of the United States, about 36 million people, pay 85% of all the income tax. So 10% of the people are paying 85% of the income tax, which is half of all the revenue that the government uses. And they're also paying a good portion of the, what they call the payroll tax, which is Social Security, Medicare tax. That's the 15% that comes out, uh, half the employer, half the employee. And if you're self-employed, you have to pay both sides of it, plus about 3% or something like, like that on the, on the Medicare, Medicaid crap. So another 18% of people's stuff is taken right off the fucking uh, top, <laughs> right off the top. And so the demographic numbers are such that the idea that you're going to turn this around is, is fantasy. You're never going to convince 90% of the people who are not paying anything close to their share to start voting to not take the 10% money. That's never going to happen. So because the way the system is now set up under the income tax, which has to do with direct and indirect taxes and the 16th Amendment, which people don't understand, but it's complicated. And so their, their brains just shut off when anyone tries to explain it to them. But it doesn't make any difference because anyone can look at the idea that if the majority has the supposed authority for the minority to pay them, well, guess what they're going to do? They're going to vote for the minority to pay them. <laughs> and that's what happens. And that's what the country is now. Anybody can just look at the balance sheet, so-called, of the federal government and see that a small group of people are paying the bulk and they're simply dumping it in so that the larger group of people can just get free shit. <laughs> that's all it is now. How is that ever going to turn around? How is it ever going to turn around? How could you ever turn a situation around where the minority is being abused? How? In a system where supposed voting is the key. You're always going to be outvoted. And that's what's happening moving forward. That's what's happening moving forward. And nobody talks about it. It has nothing to do with getting the vote out or anything. You can get every single vote out. That's not going to help you. That's going to hurt you. Because there's so many more people getting free shit than there are paying for the free shit. That's it. So it has nothing to do. There is no equal protection of the law. There's nothing. It's gone. It's over. And now it's just incrementally being run on you with this fake campaigns. But anyone can just do the numbers. When the minority must pay for the majority, the idea that you can turn that system around by getting convincing the majority to stop taking your minority shit is fantasy. It's silly. It's never going to work. How could it ever work? How could that ever work? Why would someone ever stop voting for you to pay them free shit. <laughs> Why would that ever happen? How could that ever happen? But that's the situation we have. That's the situation we have. And it's getting worse every single day. 
It's getting worse every single day. To continue to believe that that's somehow going to turn over by, by getting on social media and pushing stuff or by having Trump run around making silly statements, that's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And the problem is so, so far crazily out of control at this point that all these discussions about turning it around are fantasy. See, the federal government is already running hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities. No one even talks about it. Hi, this is Legal Man. If you enjoy The Quash, support it. Go over to my Patreon account at patreon.com slash The Quash and sign up. You get bonus shows, bonus material, and ad-free content. If you appreciate the unique perspective and information I provide, then support it. Go become a member. When you support The Quash, you also help get the truth out there. Let's get back to the show. See, the federal government is already running hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities. No one even talks about it. They talk about the federal debt. They talk about the federal deficit. Oh, it's in the high 20s or something now. It's run up, whatever, $8 trillion or something in the last seven, eight months. But we're in the high 20s. That's nothing. That's not the problem. (laughs) We have 10 times that amount in unfunded liabilities. What is that, right? What is an unfunded liability? It's something the government is obligated to pay through all these benefits and all this other shit they've signed up for, they've obligated themselves to over the next multiple years in pensions and payments and medical this and that, hundreds of trillions. How can that ever be overcome? It can't. And the reality is the way they keep the books in the government is so deceptive that the federal government outlaws a private business keeping the books the way the federal government keeps its own books. So what the federal government does with its books is is a crime if you do it as a private company. Obviously, the thing's massively, already massively bankrupt. Absurdly so. Hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities. Those are never going to get paid. They can't be paid. Eventually, the currency will simply be watered away to nothing. But no one talks about the fact that it's already over. You have hundreds of trillions of dollars you can't get rid of. They're already unfunded liabilities. That's what they are. Both sides knows about it. Both sides just doesn't say anything about it. They just run on talking about the greatest economy and we were booming and all this other shit. And the Democrats just stick their heads in the sand because they know that's all they push for. They're going to impoverish the people. But look at the accounting systems. Just look at them. See, most people can't do numbers at all. Oh, I don't can't do math. I don't do oh, math. Woo, I can't do math. Okay, well, you can't do math. So they're going to keep fucking you. <laughs> it's not complicated. They don't even know what an unfunded liability is. The way the government keeps all of its accounting records is nothing but a fraud. That's all. It's all a fraud. They take Social Security and Medicare and they transfer it over to the operating budget. It'd be like me saying, I'm going to put the money aside for you in a private fund for your retirement. And I'm just spending it the whole time. (laughs) I'm just spending it. Everybody saw the ridiculous scene in Dumb and Dumber when they come to find the suitcase full of money and they open it up and it's just a bunch of IOUs (laughs) and they say, oh, well, that's as good as cash. (laughs) And everybody sees how silly that is, right? Everybody sees that. But that's what's going on with the government. And the amount of, quote, missing cash is hundreds of trillions Hundreds of trillions. 
the total amount taken in by the government right now, each year, it's like a little less than four trillion, and they spend all of it and more. So, to the idea that we're running a deficit each year of some a million trillion or two trillion or some crap, they're not counting the unfunded liabilities that stack up every year. If they did, everybody could see the problem. If they did, everybody would see the problem, but they don't. <laughs> so how's this going to work? How's it going to turn around? This is why the elections don't matter. They're just a way to run the clock out. And, and frankly, it's 55 to nothing in the fourth quarter, and the government and the people behind it are ahead. <laughs> we don't have any timeouts. They've got their scrubs in. They've got the ball. They're gashing us for 8, 10, 12, 15 yards of run play with their scrubs in. That's the chance we have. There's three minutes left in the game. It's over. Sure, the clock's still running. Sure, there's people out there going, we can do it, guys, and pull it together. It's, it's over. People don't want to accept this because they're never told the truth. They think they can just keep pushing it off generation after generation, and they're just screwing their kids and grandkids by standing around pretending that they're from building America back great again. I ask people all the time, what is America? What is it? What is this country they run around draped in the flag? What is it? <laughs> and all people normally do is tell me garbage about uh, customs and traditions and freedom and liberty and all this stuff. These are just Barnum statements. It's no part of the country. That's just their idea of the country. I ask them all the time, oh, the customs and traditions? Okay. So if I have different customs and traditions and I live in this country, then is that still part of the country? <laughs> is that still part of the country? See, all of this stuff makes no sense. The country is nothing more than the governmental entity and whatever land and people and resources it can control. Is that something to save? Is a giant governmental entity that controls people and resources and land, is that something to be proud of and to save? <laughs> is it? No, that's not, it's no part of what the people imagine when they talk about the country because they're constantly told, they're, they're conflating this idea they have in their own minds of their childhood good memories and waving a flag and imagining freedom and, and talking about meeting with their family and, and, and Christmas dinners and shit like that. This is what they imagine the country is. And when you tell them flat out, that's not the country. It's just not. The country is nothing but this shitty, fucking, crooked government we have and whatever kind of power it can assert over the people. And it's, it's easy to prove. If we lost a war, would your customs and traditions go away? Would you lose all your memories? Would anything happen? No. Well, the only thing that would happen, at best, is that you'd have to send your taxes and you'd be obligated to some other government that was now, quote, running the country. And the country, the borders may or may not continue. But it wouldn't make any difference. Is the land still there? <laughs> yeah, the land's all still there. They just draw an imaginary line on the map, and then you send your money to somebody else. But people, again, they don't want to face this fact either, that they have no idea what the country is. None. No idea. Because it's just, it's just deep, deep brainwashing about it to try to get people to conflate all their wonderful memories and all these concepts of liberty and freedom with the quote idea of the country that all oh, their father that he fought for this country okay what does that mean he fought for the government that's what he did he fought for the government now in his mind maybe he's fighting to save all these traditions and all this other stuff but anyone can look around and see the only threat the only threat to these traditions and 
the ideas people have about what the country is, is in fact the government itself that they're supporting. That's the only thing that even threatens to take away their traditions and culture and people and values. That's what's destroying it, <laughs> is the very government they turn around and defend. See, this is how just fundamentally confused the people are. They're, they're totally and completely confused. That's all. They're just completely confused. And the government wants it that way. Okay? The media empires want it that way. The, the educational systems want it that way. They want the people totally confused, have no fucking clue what's going on, and can't see that it's all going one direction, and that there's no turning it around. The only solution is that the system itself has to be collapsed. You have to get rid of this gigantic government that claims to have authority over hundreds of millions of people because it can never, ever work. You can never, ever control it. But you tell people that, and it, they just cannot hear it because it's right back to the country and the government and, the, well, my, the freedoms and the liberty and the greatest system ever. And these are all just imaginary Barnum statement nonsense that the people have in their mind. They have nothing to do with where the money actually goes or gets spent or anything else. Nothing. It's just an, a complete fantasy, an illusion that's being used against them that anybody can look around and see. But they refuse to do it. That's all. They just refuse to do it. <laughs> well, like I said, this is probably the last time a Republican has a chance. Maybe in 2024, if they had a good candidate, they could do it. I'm not sure. But the demographics are going to be uh, changed in Texas and Florida soon enough. And that will be it. There'll never be another one in my lifetime uh, for the next 50 years or 100 years or whatever it is, if there are even people around. That's all. People don't want to face it. They don't get told this truth. They run around imagining they're building something back to take it back. I've showed you the demographics, and I've showed you the, the simple facts for the income tax. And for people who want to know how this direct, in, indirect income tax thing works, I'm going to talk about that in the bonus material I'm going to add in to my Patreon account on this episode. So if you're interested in that, then go over and sign up for my Patreon account, and uh, you can hear that. I've got other stuff. I've got bonus shows in there. I've got bonus material, and um, and you get ad-free content over there. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. I like like-minded people. We have to stick together. And of course, you can subscribe to my podcast. I'm on all the basic players that are out there. Pretty much all of them. So, so we'll watch this this crazy circus on Tuesday, and we'll see if we even get a, a winner. And. Uh, ultimately won't make any damn difference. <laughs> That's just the reality. So, all right, people. I hope everybody has a nice night or day. Take care.